What did I? What? I was singing for you. What were you singing? I was beatboxing to the music. Oh, please do it again. Pew. 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 Peace, I'm out. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Frightmares. I do believe it is 47. You think I would, uh, you know, figure this shit out? But yes, 47. No, I don't think that. No. Every time I cue the music up, I play the music, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what episode are we on? Where am I? <gasps> and I haven't posted uh, the last episode yet because we recorded it so so late on Thursday. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post about it tomorrow. So That'd be great. By the time you're hearing this, that will be five days ago. So there you go. So if you have a time machine... In you... the future past. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, Gabby is back. We've done pretty much back-to-back episodes because we procrastinated so long. See, it's bad because when we actually had to go to the studio, we would have to set up a day and we'd show up. But now that it's in the in our house... Um, God, stop burping. I'm sorry. We're just like, ah, since, you know, we live here, we're just like, ah, we'll, we'll just do it later. And then it later turns into the night that I need to edit and post it. So that's always fun. So we're recording this on Sunday. We did one four days ago. Crammed in four fucking movies. Uh, we are talking zombie movies because I feel like that's, I don't know, kind of appropriate since we're like, I don't know, in not really post-apocalyptic times, but shit's real out there in the streets. So we're talking about... So- <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you wanted to say that? <laughs> what do you mean? Shit's crazy out there right now. I'm I'm staying inside. Mm. Except for the times that we go outside and then, you know. For important stuff. <laughs> like cookie cake. Yeah, it's getting crazy. So I need everyone to calm down out there. We need to get back to normalcy and treat everyone equally with respect. So I'm just going to leave with that. Except you're not because you said you were going to talk about the shutter thing. I'm talking about. Oh, that's right. Okay. So unfortunately, since this this you know the sale that sh- uh, not Shutter the sale that Fright Rags is doing ends tomorrow, but it's pretty sweet because they're partnered with Shutter and they made a uh, it's not a Black Lives Matter shirt, but it's a black shirt and the Shutter is in the black on black yeah it's shirt. a black on black shirt and uh, it's in support of you know Black Lives Matter. So all the profits that they're getting from the pre-orders for these shirts, they're donating to Black Lives Matter. Uh, the NC NC double AP is that how you say that NCAAP whatever that is. I don't only one of us read that, it rolls so. off the tongue better than I'm doing it uh the defense legal defense fund and then the bailout fund something like that national bailout fund there you network go. and the NAACP legal defense fund there we go yeah it's there's it's a lot of words in those so yeah all all the profits from the shirts are going to those uh, f- uh foundations. And that's pretty awesome. I'm going to order mine later tonight because that's pretty sweet. You're not going to wear a Shutter I shirt. I would if you bought me one. They're like $28, man. The shirts I, I bought us for 25 Hey, I bought you the Jeff Goldblum fly shirt, the Strangers uh, sequel, whatever that was, Strangers Pray at Night uh, uh-huh. shirt. Um, and I know I bought you another one. I bought you like three or four Fright Rag shirts, man. They, they expensive. Okay, they're but nice. Anyway, but yeah, um, so that's a pretty awesome thing that Fright Rags is doing. I, it I, is know, nice to I see. I really support that. Yeah, it's really nice to see um, companies 
doing things to raise money for these organizations in this really crazy time where they they need even more help now more than ever um to get their causes heard and get support they need so it's really nice to see companies we love supporting them because then we feel like our our love is rightly placed with those companies well yeah that you know that makes me feel good about spending all the, um, the the insane amount of money i do on those shirts because i know where they're thoughts are on the on the matter which is awesome but it's also a win-win-win because you get to support the horror community because fright rags are there's only one place that they make them i think it's somewhere up in new york you know they only have one little factor or whatever they have like a little shop that's it it's not like a chain of fright rag stores so you're supporting a local business in a sense you're also getting an awesome shirt and you're helping support an awesome cause so it's literally a win-win-win for everybody Nothing can go wrong with you buying this shirt. Everybody wins. So I think I don't know. That's just pretty cool, and I really, uh, I really commend them for doing that because that's, I think that's the first one that I've seen. You know, may, the other ones might follow suit. You know, Terror Threads, and um, shit, the other one I buy stuff from. I can't think of right now. Whatever. Um, maybe they'll hop on board and start maybe awesome. do the same thing, which which would be really cool. So, um, but yeah. If you were able to get a shirt, awesome. If not, I'm sorry that I'm relaying this message now. I wish because it it was on when we were doing the podcast. I wish I would have known. Could could have said that on Thursday. But, but hey, it know. doesn't mean you can't support the cause in other ways. That's true. There's also I think you can. I think Shutter has a link on their Facebook to where you can go and actually just donate straight to those companies. I'm pretty sure. Organizations. Organizations. Sorry. I know. It's I, I keep calling them charities, and I mean to say organizations. Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they are. It's where the good money go. Yeah. I, uh, word. It's helping helping a really big issue right now. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I think that was all we really had for. Okay. This is really important to up? me. Is that John Travolta in this IMDb photo? Because it's driving me nuts. I saw it a few days ago. What is that? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Let's look. Because he's got like long hair and he's in like old timey clothing and I need to know what it is. Uh Oh, it's everything coming to Netflix. Oh, well, where? But where? Wh- but what was that movie? Okay, it was like a period piece movie. But it's John definitely Travolta. not Star Trek. Definitely not Star Trek. That was not Oh John- man, we should watch Starship Troopers. Let's just stop this episode. Go watch that. We'll come back. That that's not gonna. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna Google You're it. You're gonna have to because we can't go down a rabbit trail of. But come on, that looks like him. Yeah, I mean, kind of, but not really. Uh, I'm gonna check. You totally derailed whatever thought process I had, sort of making sense in my head, and I'm saying it would be the first time. Shut up. Okay. I could have sworn there was something else I wanted to talk about right off top, but I fucking can't remember. Oh, 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 yes, yes, I remembered, I remembered. I did it all by myself. Okay, I keep forgetting to mention on episodes uh, to follow us. So we are on Facebook, Frightmares Podcast, Frightmares Podcast on Instagram. I don't really use uh, uh, Twitter because I don't I don't understand Twitter, but you can follow us there. I think it's Fright Pod, Frightmares Pod. I don't even know the handle of that. And then we're also on this new app, or uh, new to me, called Slasher, and it is essentially Facebook for horror fans. So I created a Frightmares podcast uh, profile for that, and I share, you know, stuff there as well. So go follow us on all that stuff. Um, what? Can you, my, my ears. What, what about your ears? It's loud. I'm sorry. Is that better? Yes. Okay. So yeah, go follow us on, oh, all, ooh, the socials. <laughs> I don't know what that was. All socials, all of the social media platforms, and uh, yeah, because we post really awesome stuff for the most part. Uh, I swear, memes always get like my memes always blow up, and then I'll share like this awesome article from Bloody Disgusting or something, and it's like two likes. 
reached like 300 people. Then I share one of my fire ass memes. It reaches like 30,000 people. I get shared like 200 times. So apparently the internet just wants memes at this point. You don't want anything of value or sustenance, just a funny meme. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame you because I'm all about memes. So again, go follow us on all the socials. Oh my God. I'm going to hit my mic because this goddamn pop filter is right in my way. He's having struggles. <sighs> Story of my life. All right. So should we just get into this ish? You're very distracted by your phone. Until I know if that's John Travolta, I'm not going to be able to not think about it. Holy shit, dude. Like we're we're you understand we're in the middle of like a live yeah, recording right now yeah. and you're you're we're not recording live, we're just recording. No, this is live though. That's the, it is live. If it were live then everyone could was, was that it? That is not Oh my god, you're killing me. I don't know, dude. Come on, we got a podcast just, to do. I said we could go. Go. But you're you're just going to keep looking until that's true, I am. Exactly. So fucking come on, man. There's a lot of shit coming to Netflix. Oh, my God. Wow. One Piece. Interesting. What is that? It's an anime. Doug likes that one. It's pretty good. I don't think. I think that was just a MacGuffin. It's a lie. It's a, it's a, there's no way this much shit is coming to Netflix. I don't fucking buy this. I'm like, there's 81 titles in. There's no fucking way. Unless Netflix is... St- oh, Dark Skies. Oh, okay. Ah, see? You're welcome. If you have not seen Dark Skies, I believe we've talked about it on here. I'd have to go to my chart. I, I feel like we've probably mentioned it. Yeah, at least mentioned Yeah, I don't know. We, we got to move on, though. Um, yeah, Dark Skies is fucking awesome. So let's dive into the four zombie movies we are talking about today. Uh, the first one being Dead Snow from 2009. Uh, I had seen this title card, I don't know, f- thousands of times perusing through Netflix at all hours of the that day. sounds like the exact right number. Um, just never, never watched it. I don't know why. I don't know. I thought it was gonna. I mean, obviously, it was a B movie, but I thought it would be very, very cheesy. And while it was cheesy, definitely more uh, blood and guts than I thought, because it's an IFC film. And IFC is a pretty small. I don't know if they're a distribution or a production. I think they actually make the movies because A twenty four is just a distributor. They just you know buy movies and sell them for the most part. But I'm pretty sure. IFC is an actual production company. And uh, so the second that came up on screen, I was like, tight, this is going to be good. And holy shit, this is one of the wackiest things I've ever seen. And I was wondering, since it involved, you know, Nazi zombies, okay, is it going to be in German? And no, it's in Norwegian. So it's got subtitles. No big deal. At first, though, I thought it was just going to, I didn't think it was going to be subtitled at all until we went to Amazon and it was like English subtitled. So I said, oh. What language? So, yeah, it's Norwegian. It was shot in Norway. Um, pretty small budget, too. It's about 800000 estimated. And uh, I feel like they used every, like they got every single cent out of that because it was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Even some of the CG was pretty good. And apparently it grossed $2 million. So, there you go. It's not wow. bad. Not bad. I mean, hey, that's double their, double their budget. That's good. So, the, the plot on this is pretty simple. Um you know, there is a group of kids, as you have. and Youths. All, youths getting into shenanigans. And, of course, they're going to a cabin in the woods. Now, this is not your average cabin in the woods. This is in the middle of huge, glorious mountains, snow everywhere. So it's like, you know, it's not that cliche, oh, creepy cabin in the woods. No, this shit looks pretty legit. And they're going up there. Um, ooh, excuse me. Because it's one of their friends, moms, something or other, right? Um, no, it's, uh, one of the guy's 
girlfriend's cabin. Well, there you go. Yeah, someone in the friend group has it. So they go up there to have a fun weekend. Sarah's week- cabin. Have a fun weekend until they get confronted by Nazi zombies. Once Ta-da! Again. I mean, that's it's a simple plot. Like, there's not much that goes beyond that. But uh, I did have, like, the story. I don't know. It was kind of like wasn't the greatest story because I didn't really understand why the zombies were there. You know, there it was like a camp that was set up between Germany and um, fuck another country. As like Norway. It, no, it was because they're in Norway. It was in between. I thought it was in between two different other countries where there was like a little outpost for Nazis or whatever. And then I guess they died and turned into zombies. I don't know. That guy had such a long monologue. It kind of tuned out because he was uh, going at it for a, for a while. Yeah, um, he uh, basically explained that the Nazis were there and they were holed up in this town where they were harassing the um, the villagers and whatnot, and they finally got fed up, so they chased. Uh, they killed some of the Nazis because it was 3,000 villagers versus 300 Nazi soldiers, and um, they disappeared into the mountains, um, the ones that survived, um, including their leader, who I guess was... General Herzog. Yeah. Who is a real dead dude. Yeah. So um, what I kind of got, which they really didn't establish that well, they kind of just vaguely hinted at it, was that they woke up because the Nazi gold that was hiding under the basement, which apparently nobody noticed a box full of Nazi gold up to that point. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> no, which was weird. And I mean, like I had questions like, why was the Nazi gold just casually set under the house where they were keeping their beers, but they, no one had prior noticed this. And also if they attacked a woman in the beginning of the film, then why did the people touching the gold trigger them to wake up and chase these people around because clearly they weren't that concerned because they attacked a girl and a guy who had nothing to do with that Nazi gold. So why did it suddenly matter midway through the film that they get that back? Yeah, it's again, like I said, you know, kind the plot of a was weird. loose, like very loose plot, uh, but it just it made up for it because of how just ridiculous the movie was. But yeah, going back to what you said with the gold, yeah, they've been, so it's weird. They don't really have a fridge there, I guess. There's just this little compartment that you open up, and it's like a little box on the ground, and you put your stuff you want to keep cold in there because, obviously, it's probably below freezing there. I just thought that was odd. And then it takes them, I don't know, what half. No, that's a- like a real thing that, uh, I mean, like, that's, that's I mean, it the makes thing sense. that's been going on for years. It's years also years. an old cabin. You know, they have a fucking outhouse yeah. in this, you know, at the cabin. Also known as a sex, uh, oh, sex we'll, cabin. Oh, we'll get there. Yikes. Uh, yeah, so they, they take out the gold and they're throwing it around. And then, yes, that's when all the Nazis decide to come and just rip these kids kids apart. And there is a lot of really good uh, eye-gouging moments and really good blood. So yeah. He just digs his fingers in there. It's like... Pops his head open. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah, there's a lot of good blood in here. Yeah. And even the ending when they have all those weapons and they're just going ham. I was like, wow. Now, I don't know if... Our streaming was fucked up, or if yeah. that's how the movie was, because the streaming was messed up. Because well, we watched something right after that, and it was fine. So I don't. It was the weather. That, just, that doesn't make sense. Why would the weather affect something that's like it's not like it's satellite? Yes, but sometimes it gets wonky with our Wi-Fi. It's well, just a thing. I want to get a like a physical copy of that to actually enjoy it because it kept going in and out, and it was going out at like the coolest scenes. And I was like, God damn it! Can you not do that? So. That was kind of a pain in the ass, but um, 
Yeah, uh, so go ahead and tell us about that scene when in the outhouse because that was oh yeah. So there's like upsetting. a super bizarre setup where the guys are all riding in one car and the girls are all riding in another, and they're like, oh, who's all in the girls' car? And they're like, so and so and so and so and this girl, she's very single. And he's like, oh yeah, what's she like? Like, she's pretty, and she's very single. And like. Okay, so that's the one I'm hitting on, and it's like the the chubby movie nerd. So, um, because clearly this movie was made by a man, she's immediately attracted to him. Um, though I'm sorry, bro, least attractive one in the entire group. And, and she was and like she's the most really yeah, attractive, she and she's hot. just like, you said movie thing. I'm ready to do it with you, like wow. male fantasy. Um, yeah, that no, that just doesn't happen though. That's that's not not realistic. Not Unless to say it look, doesn't happen. No, if you look like fucking Chris Hemsworth, yeah, sure, maybe. But when you look like a dude like me, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you can go like Michael Sarah nerdy, and still like girls will still go for that. But like, if you say a bunch of weird, gross shit, and also movie stuff, yeah, you're just kind of gross. And a guy who watches movies and girls aren't immediately like. Mm. That's working. That's for me. what I need in my life. Yeah. So uh, this dude um, like goes out to the bathroom and he literally says, "I'm going out to take a shit," and apparently that gets that girl like freak rev- juice. Yeah, yeah, freak juice flowing like she's oh, all revved yeah. up and like she's like, mm, "All right," and he's literally wiping his ass where she and she walks in immediately, starts kissing him and climbs up on top of him to have sex. He's still got his pants down. Yeah. On the John dude, and it's not like a toilet. It's a hole in the ground. So do what now? Yeah, so you're just smelling all of that. Yeah, like, what dude made this? Because not one girl in the history of forever went, mm, the smell of shit. Okay, well, not a girl who looks like that. You know, maybe um, maybe like a little someone who's a little trashier, maybe. I don't know. Someone like a who's, cave troll? I don't know. There's probably a girl out there that has done that or, you know, I mean... I'm not to say it doesn't happen because you know, like at like EDC and shit. Yeah, exactly. I've, oh, I've seen I've seen guys and girls coming out of porta pies like, God, that's I, gross. And especially at festivals, those are the nastiest fucking toilets. Those don't get cleaned. I have to put like my head, like you know, do this because uh, fucking that's disgusting. Yeah, but it's so, it's definitely like some shit some dude made up in his head. So yeah, and um. No, like I would rather freeze my fucking dick off in the snow having sex out there than fuck in a port up like in a port like what an outhouse. He's not. He's literally only wiped like one time. Yeah. Like, bro. I'm pretty sure he had some toilet paper in his hand when she came in, and he just like threw it. I'm pretty sure. Like, ah, let the man finish. Let him wipe. Go do it somewhere. Get your snowsuit on. Let's go outside. Yeah, and Fucking make him no. extra classy. She stays outside. I guess she also had to make a poo. And um, <laughs> he goes back in, and they're like, have you seen her? And he's like, yep. Swigs a drink, like, yep. <laughs> like, yep. oh, so not only are you super classy before sex, but after, you're super subtle about it. Yeah, that was. How that are was... girls not lining up for you, buddy? Oh, I mean, apparently that one is. Has to get, has to ride that. Desperation. Has to ride that train all the way to fuck town. Um, <laughs> don't spit out your drink. Thank uh, you. Let's see. Okay, so he did Dead Snow. Dead Snow 2. He did Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Well, he was a writer on that? What? I actually like Hansel and Gretel. Hey, he's a writer on that. Um, and and, that. Oh, and there's this. There's a Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2. Oh. oh. I want to see that because I like the first one. 
That's oh, pretty cool. Oh wait, oh. here's here's his director. Here's his director credits. What happened to Monday? I want to see that. That was supposed well, to. He be did direct Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Oh. See, so he hasn't he hasn't done too much. I mean, he's done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Directed seven movies. I actually do want to see. You know, it's got fucking Hawkeye in it. I, I want to see uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I, I, I saw it because after the first Avengers, I had a crush on Jeremy Renner because wow. of his arms. Because of his arms? Yeah, because he was like shooting arrows, and his arms were like they were looking pretty. It's like guys liking calves or something like that. Yeah, it's not normally a thing, but like he was like shooting arrows, and like I think I'm in love with Jeremy Renner's arms now. Wow. So. And That's then odd. that movie came out, and I was like, well, look at that. Maybe he will not have sleeves in this winter scenic <laughs> oh my God. film. Uh, he so did. It was upsetting. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, we got to watch that. Yeah. Stay on track, lady. Um, Jeremy Renner. Jesus Christ. So I did now I did this this movie was actually really funny. Uh even like the from the very beginning when the guys are just in the car and they're kind of making those funny jokes. Like it was really fun besides the cheesy factor, like the actual, you know, uh dialogue people were having was pretty hysterical. And they played into or they talked about some funny tropes like, oh, going to the cabin in the woods and I started naming off Evil Dead One, Evil Dead Two, yada yada. Um, and even right there, connections, references, Evil Dead 2. So I thought that was pretty funny. They were almost like self-aware of themselves, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> just staring just off listening. into space. You're, sta- you're staring at my nipple. What are you doing? I'm just, you're wearing it. a shirt with a design on it, jackass. Wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the comedy was good. The gore was good. It was, it was just over the top enough because it's weird. The zombies knew they were zombies because they didn't they weren't acting like regular like brains or whatever they saw people gotten like formation and then would like attack so it's kind of yeah like they were self-aware almost and just getting those getting the bad guys or whatever well i appreciate that all the movies we picked no zombie acted the same from movie to movie. They all had their own different interpretation. And none of them were your basic um, zombie. Because pretty much most um, most zombie films are like, they're pretty brain dead. Um, they're attracted to noise, sound, and smell. And they're either really fast or really slow. That's usually for like the mainstream zombies. That's where they differ. They're either really fast runners or... Or they're really slow. But these ones like added different layers to them, which I really appreciated. Like this one, they were like, they weren't quite zombies. I think there's actually a trivia in there um, about their combination of zombies and a different um, creature. No, I don't see um, that anywhere. It's the very first one. Oh. oh, the Nazi zombies in this film are a combination of typical zombies in pop culture and ancient Norse ancient Norse mythical beings known as draug d-r-a-u-g a A draug is an undead being who would inhabit graves often the graves of important men as they had treasures in them okay so then that makes sense with the whole treasure under the house thing a draug would protect these treasures uh, as if they were their own okay so So they're just protecting okay so then there you go then that makes more sense as to why they were almost awoken by that, even though they kind of played fast and loose with, you know, the zombie attack in the beginning, but then also being woken up at a different time. Yeah. That's why. So that kind of makes more sense and makes me appreciate the movie a bit more that they're actually basing that off, like, Norse mythology. That's pretty fucking sweet. 
Yeah, and I then like that. when we go into the other films, none of them were like this zombie, and none, no two were the same, and they were all very different. They weren't your like, they weren't your Walking Dead zombies, basically. Yeah, and they weren't Night of the Living Dead, and they weren't Resident Evil. They were, they were very much their own like unique take. Yeah, which is cool because the last one we did with Ghost, we had four Ghost movies that portrayed Ghost completely different. And same thing with this. We have four zombie movies and none of them are even kind of similar and they're all different than than the norm. And I, I think we did pretty good with these last two episodes. Yeah. Pretty solid work here. Um, something you want to say? No. Oh, I thought you were ramping up to say something. No, uh, I mean, I like I know you liked this one a lot and I like some of the comedy and some of the... Um, the effects, but like, I didn't like it as much as some of the other movies. Um, I was kind of hoping for more. And I think it kind of like the weird turns the plot took, like you didn't really have enough background in any of the characters to want to root for them. And then none of the characters you expected to make it did, which yes, I get is a, is a choice you can make, but it's like, I don't even know who I'm supposed to care about at this point because it's all kind of sporadic how they're dying. So, like, what's going on? It was just, a, it, it, I think it was it was really just there to have fun. Obviously, you can't take yourself too seriously when your entire basis for a movie is from Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Because th- that, that's where Nazi zombies, like, were, that, that had to have been the first time they were ever brought up. Except for Wolfenstein. What do you mean? The game Wolfenstein? Oh. Well, whatever. This says it was inspired by that. I don't know. Nazi zombies in Call of Duty was the first time I ever saw Nazi zombies. And then my dad liked Wolfenstein. So, well, okay then. Okay then. Whatever. Mm. What system was that on? It was on the PC. PC. God, in the nineties PC games. Yikes. I used to watch my dad play them because I don't know why. I played Minesweeper. Oh man, yeah. And that pinball game that everyone had that came with Windows. I liked Elf Bowling. Elf bowling? What the fuck? What went on at your house? Some weird shit. Anyway. Apparently so. Uh, yeah, so again, this you can't take this movie too seriously. It's really just there to have fun. And it has a lot of awesome kills. And it's got good comedy. And there's actually a really cool, interesting piece of trivia here that I did not know because I have not seen Dead Alive yet. It's on my list. But there is a character named Erland. And he wears... A shirt with Brain Dead on it, which Brain Dead, Dead Alive, same movie, different names for different countries. Um, and uh, when he, you know, I'm gonna spoil this because he dies. So when he dies at the hands of a zombie, it's exactly the same as the first zombie kill from Dead Alive uh, in 1992, where the zombie gouges the victim's eyes and splits the skull in half. That is pretty awesome. They threw homage to Dead Alive while he was wearing the shirt. Very subtly. That's awesome, though. I mean, come on. That's so fucking sick. And uh, there was also a really cool uh, bit of, like, life advice if you ever get stuck in an avalanche to, I mean, it's going to be kind of gross. You know, it's kind of gross. But if you ever get, like, trapped in snow in an avalanche, you spit to see where gravity is going and then obviously dig the opposite way. You know, if your spit goes down, I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, that's actually really handy to know in case I ever get trapped in an avalanche in florida <laughs> which happens so frequently i don't know i just thought that was cool you, just, you don't ever think about something so simple as that because you know we don't live around snow so we wouldn't really know that to begin with so i thought that was pretty fun life advice from dead snow 2009 yep yep very chatty today 
Sorry, she won't stop chewing on her foot, so she's making me crazy. I'm gonna go ahead and specify that's our dog. Uh, she's talking about it's not some Austin, Austin not some friend foot. in the corner, or some shit like she's that. She's got some allergy issues. Poor puppy's not feeling so good right yeah, now. Yeah, she's 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 yeah. We'll give her an allergy pill. Poor after little the show. baby. Yep. So, uh, anything else you would like to add to this? What What did you think about it? Did you enjoy the movie? I literally just got finished saying that. Oh. That That was my opinion on it. So it was a thumbs up from you. It was like a thumbs mostly up, or oh, not like man. all the way up. I gave it a three and a half uh, on Letterbox because I thought it was great. It was a good time. I think it got an average of 3.1, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see here. Yeah, 3.0. So right, right in the meaty middle. That was a weird. That was weird. That, that was weird, yeah. Meaty middle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, I definitely want to watch the second one, and uh, maybe we could do a... Tommy Workola episode where we watch Dead Snow 2 and some of the other shit that he's done. Like Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. God, there's like 1,800. So many fucking Hansel and Gretel movies. All right, so let's move on to the next one. I believe this one is me again. So I'll go No, it was me. So I'm doing the last one then? Because you're doing this one. Yeah, and I'm doing that one. Okay, then fine. All right, geez. God, stop trying to take mine. I get to say the title. I'm not saying it. I was going to say, if you want to watch Dead Snow, I had to rent it on Amazon. But if you have the IFC Films Unlimited channel, then you get it you know, without having to pay. But I think it was like three bucks. Worth the three bucks. Would totally buy. All right, now let's move on to our second movie, which is... Fido. Um, so this movie I've seen around for years. And I just... It's not something that I... Like, I've only ever seen the poster for it basically so it wasn't enough that i was like oh i gotta go see that movie but when austin was talking about he wanted to do unusual zombie movies this one popped in my head as one that i've heard i need to watch but just haven't done it and man i've been missing out yeah Um, fucking awesome fido was really interesting it was a very fun film um basically we're in the uh 50s where the zombie wars have already happened and zombies have been put to work basically as manual labor. Um, They get these collars on them, which control them and stop them from their biting urges. And uh, so a weird kid, the weird kid at school, his family finally gets one and uh, the collar gets deactivated long enough for him to get attack a neighbor And that's kind of when things go a little crazy in town because they've got some uncollared zombies wandering around. It it's a hilarious movie. It was it was really funny. It was brightly colored. It was not bleak. Um, the the comedy was very matter of fact, and it had that fifties vibe to it very easily. They even we even talked about some of the the camera work they did was a nod to camera work they would have done in the fifties. Yeah, and I feel, though it was set in the 50s, I almost felt like everyone was acting like they would, because this came out in 2006. So it felt like people acting like you would in 2006, but just with the 50s aesthetic and kind of how... How they, you know they just communicated a bit differently differently back then, but it was funny because I don't I, I don't know if that made any sense, but no, it's, it's like the the lo- the sarcasm and yeah, the yeah. little like snide comments were there, like um, 
one girl's like, if my if my father found out we did this, he'd shoot me. And the kid laughs, and she's like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, you know, he, oh, he would shit, actually oh, shoot shit. me. <laughs> it, it's really odd, though. They take a very, like, matter-of-fact stance on guns. It's not like we need guns to protect ourselves from other people or um, guns are, uh, like, it, it's just like guns are there because you might need it just in case a zombie. And they're like, well, I know you can't have a gun till you're 12, but, like, do what now? And everyone just kind of has one because zombies. And you're like, that's such an odd thing, especially considering, like, today's climate with, like, guns and how they're such a big issue and like they're just like you have one because zombies well yeah would you not it, it's just funny because like they don't see it as a question they're just like that is how it is for that like universe they're in like yeah man and i love that uh billy Connolly is the zombie in this and if you don't know who that is he is a very popular Scottish comedian. He played Fergus in Brave. He was in Boondock Saints. He was in The Hobbit, apparently. Um, mm. He's been in so many different things. Uh, I personally love him. He's hysterical. And he had a serious issue with having to shave off his beard for this film, but he took it specific. Uh, he took the role specifically because he wanted to try. Um, acting as a character who could not speak um, to, you know, just try out that kind of role. Yeah. And you immediately said, Oh, Billy, Billy Connolly. And I'm sitting there wondering who the hell that is because I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. doesn't look familiar, but uh, he's also Billy bones in um, Muppet treasure Island. Yeah. Which it's I think been is super important to it's say been at least a decade. since I've seen that. Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's in this and then you have, Fucking Carrie Ann Moss out of nowhere. I saw that on the on the title card and I thought, hell yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. She really carried the 50s aesthetic perfectly, which is odd because I don't know. I've only seen her in a handful of things. Obviously mostly the Matrix. Mostly the Matrix and then of course Memento, because she's a you know a key player in yes, that. She was in I saw her in. A what? I don't know. Hmm. What happened? There was something else I saw her in that I liked her in, but I can't think of what it was now. Silent Hill? Oh, man. I keep forgetting that was a movie we saw. Uh, I try yeah. to block it out as much as possible. She's in Disturbia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That must be it. Yeah, she's in a, she's in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I don't know her from a lot. It's a, a very, very few movies. But she did great in this. I thought she played a great mom. And then uh, you have, I think it's this guy. I don't know if this is the kid. Yeah, he okay, didn't really that's, do Okay, that's a kid. No, I'm looking for the dad because no, the dad. Uh, Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker. Okay. Yeah, he has been in. Oh, he was the um, principal in Trick or Treat. There we go. Booyah. That's what it is. Okay. I'm sitting there watching this movie and I could not for the life of me remember. It's just that one guy. It's that guy you see in all the stuff, but you can't really remember his name and you can't remember what you've seen him in. You just know you've seen him in places. He was also in uh, one of the Spider-Mans. He was going to be um, Reptile, but they didn't end up going that way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why he had one arm in that movie. Yeah, but this was such an interesting take on zombies because it's uh, it's much different. Um, I've never really seen the idea of making zombies workers for you, which is pretty cool. You can control them, and I like the fact because Timmy, you know, he's kind of a little he's kind of a little bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Wow, kind of a little bitch, and he doesn't really have any friends, and he kind of like strikes up this friendship with the zombie because. I don't know. I remember they go they go play um, baseball in the park, 
and then somehow his uh, collar. Oh yeah, the ladies. The ladies bashing his. Uh, because he goes to get the ball on that crazy old lady that's always telling Timmy what to do and shit, sitting in the park. Yeah. And uh, she sees the, um, the zombie and starts bashing him and then breaks his collar and then he rips his, her fucking arm off. And I was like, fuck yeah, lady, you that's what you get for being such an asshole. Uh, but yeah, then he just kind of strikes up this relationship where he's protecting him because even after that, they're driving down the road and he's got blood on him. And some guy stops, like, does your zombie have blood on him? He's like, no, no, it was a nosebleed. He's like, well, uh, he looks pretty seasoned. I don't think he should be having nosebleeds. Uh, it's my, noseble- my nosebleed. And, you know, it's like above his head on the zombie shirt. And you're like, uh, okay. And the guy just, just drives away because it's the 50s. People are gullible. At least that's the vibe I got. Well, I like <laughs> that um, the status quo is they're just kind of servants and they just do whatever you say. And um, throughout the film, they... Uh, Fido is the zombie's name um, develops more of a personality where he like he likes Timmy and he likes um, how he treats him so like even when his collar breaks he doesn't want to bite him and um, the mom starts to like Fido too and I also really appreciate that uh, she was pregnant during filming so they just wrote her pregnancy into the filming because um, there was really no way for her to hide it because you know Sometimes they just get cast and then like what's she supposed to do? Like a few weeks into film uh, filming or right before filming, you find out you're pregnant. Like it's not like you can not have a baby bump. That's true. So I, I like that they were like, eh, fuck it. We're just going to, we're just going to write it in there. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it worked. It's not like it was not like it was weird or anything. So that, that's kind of funny. You said that was um, Carrie Ann Moss, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like that it added the extra layer because there's this whole underlying thing where the dad has an issue with zombies. Um, he doesn't like them. And so he's really against having a zombie in the house. And um, he's obsessed with people, with uh, his family having the money for a legitimate funeral uh, where he won't come back as a zombie because um, most people don't. And I guess they're super expensive. So like, she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, I don't think I can afford four funerals. Like what? Yeah, that's that, your response. He was kind of a shitty person because, you know, obviously Timmy is very, uh, like I said, he's kind of sheltered almost, and the dad just seems so much more focused on golf. I remember the scene where he's picking up his, he sees Timmy in the other room, so he like, you know, very very quietly puts his like nine iron or whatever in his bag and takes it, like runs to the door, and Timmy's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "Oh God." son of a bitch like could you not be a shitty father right now your kid is obviously struggling with life and you're like nah man i gotta go fucking shoot some balls into holes man shoot some hoops <laughs> that's what you were gonna say i was gonna say shoot some hoops and then i started then i said shoot some balls yeah, and i was clear austin doesn't play golf on a regular basis <laughs> or sports for that matter I, he don't yeah. do the sports Golly. and then i said balls and i was like well shit we gotta go somewhere with this Balls and holes. There we go. That's what that's, I'm calling. Wow. <laughs> that's what I'm calling. Um, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I like that it's an underlying thing where he's clearly got some uh, issues with zombies and issues with his son not being who he wants. And he's like, they're like, why are you being such a crap dad? And he's, you know, he has this moment where he's like, no, I am a good father. And he finally makes good. And it, it's just, you know what? Go watch it, because I don't want to give away the ending or anything. No, no, no. It's, it was really fun. I don't want to give away the ending, but I do want to talk about that weird neighbor who had that... I'm pretty sure he was fucking that thing he had. The zombie. Like it was Tammy? Just, yeah, because yeah. It, yeah, uh, it says, you know, 
he has Tammy as his girlfriend. You're like, oh, that's Tim Blake Nelson. That's just odd. Is yeah, he, that is was he boning funny. The zombie, because yikes. Well, what I thought was funny about that was Rob that in the grave. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> uh, he comments on like how he got her. Like she had an aneurysm, and that's why she looks so much fresher than any other zombie. And she's like um, younger and. They're like commenting on maybe that's why he got fired. And they're like, well, what would happen if something happened to her? He's like, I just get a new model. And she kind of looks at him because they're like supposed to just kind of be dumb, brainless zombies. But she kind of looks at him like, what the hell? And he's like, I'm just kidding. JK. He's like, no, I love Tammy. My zombie. Girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will say I was jealous of all the sweet rides people had in that in this movie because it was in the 50s. So, you know, they got those big, just big boat looking cars and. I looked at you when that one guy pulled up. He's a convertible. It's a black car. I don't know. But he pulled up. And I was like, man, I wish I could roll up like that one day in a dope ass car. So I love the I love the aesthetic. Uh, and it also starts out with uh, like a full screen black and white video about Zomcom because Zomcom is the company that, you know, sells the zombies, has the lot. You know, they give the lot colors um, to the zombies and stuff like that. You have a remote for them. So it starts out with like the Zomcom thing. And I looked at you and I said, God, I hope. The whole movie is not like this. And you said, no, it's in color. I was like, isn't this from the 80s? Said, no, it's from 2006. I said, oh, shit. I really thought this because, like, you know, if you look at the title card, it just doesn't look like a movie that would come out in 2006. No. I just kind of assumed it was 80s because that looks 80s, especially with the black and white. And it's funny because, seriously, if you see that and you know who um, Billy Connolly is and you see this, you're like, that doesn't even sort of look like him. Yeah, so no, it's only from 14 years ago, which I found fascinating because yeah, it's it looks better than some movies shot five or six years ago. It looks so very fucking crisp. clean and crisp and very saturated. So, bravo, ooh, excuse me, bravo to them for standing the test of time because that's gonna be a regular one we watch. I really like that, and you can watch that one on Amazon Prime. That is available in the U.S. for free on Prime because um, it obviously varies from country to country. Some people have to pay for it. Lame. True. So yeah, I I fucking love this movie. It was another one I gave three and a half. Uh, this one actually has a bit more on Letterbox, not more, not much more, but it's got a three point one on Letterbox. So again, right there in the middle. Um, you know, it's it's gonna work for some people and it's not gonna work for other people. And I I found it to be fucking charming. And it was such an odd cast, uh, not odd cast, but a, an odd mixture of people. And it just it just really worked. And uh, oh man, remember how they um. And they have funerals for people. They have they have the head casket. <laughs> that was so funny. He was like, bring me the head casket. And I was like, what the fuck? Head casket? Oh, yeah. Separating their, I think their what, head from their body. What was most special about that was that they lower in the regular coffin and then just kind of check the head on top. They don't. It's like a full like coffin detailed like box for the head. And he's just kind of like, and who? Yeah, that right was, into the box. Right, right into the hilarious. box. Oh, yeah. That's the first piece of trivia is the whole uh, Carrie Ann Moss thing. The whole pregnancy thing? Yeah. Not much else that really seems to be of value here. Oh, I did like the joke that they named uh, Timmy um, as kind of a nod to uh, Lassie. Yeah, because he Timmy treated Fido like a dog. Because he'd be like, come here, boy, and stuff like that. So that was kind of funny. Uh, apparently, according to IMDb, the name of the town Willard was also the name of the town prominently featured in the classic or zombie classic Night of the Living Dead. That's one I have not seen yet. Yeah, I'm working through all these you know, big movies through the 60s, 70s, and 80s that I should have seen by now. And as a matter of fact, 
our 31 Days of Horror is going to be all 80s themed. Oh, snap. What? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. going to be exciting. Yeah. So I have picked 31 movies that I have not seen besides The Shining because we always, ca- well, I say always, but we started this like two we years. We shall always. Yeah. From henceforth, we shall always start the 31 Days of Horror with The Shining. That just, I don't know. It's just a great way to get into to get into it for me. It's also a very important Christmas film. Yes, probably one of the best. There's like, oh, are we doing a holiday movie thing? The Shiny? Shiny? Yes, hello. Yes, what? Huh? Oh, God. Stuntman Andrew Dorr, set to double for Sir Billy Connolly during the factory scene, died during a cast lunch. Oh, my God. The movie was dedicated to him. Holy, could you just imagine being at lunch on the shooting? Like, all right, and then, oh, shit. Hey, are you good? Fuck, dude, that's that's sad. I'm sorry to bring down the room. Damn. Yeah, why are you reading sad stuff? I'm sorry. I just, what the hell? All right, next movie. Next movie? Yes, we still have two more to talk about. All right, fine. we got plenty of time. we got some time here. Yes, yeah. some of us are hungry. Oh, God, I can only imagine what happens when you don't eat. I'm going to get mean. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to get hangry. Turn into I'm going to start throwing shit at you. Don't throw shit at me. Yep, so another one that we definitely recommend to see, uh, again, on Amazon Prime in the U.S., Fido from 2006. Uh, only an hour and 33, and um, Dead Snow was only about an hour and a half. So, no, you know, low commitment, nothing insane. Now, <clears throat> have fun talking about this one because we watched this last night, and I had been beat from the our, like, our week of work and kind of was in and out of this one, unfortunately. I knew it. I was so tired, but uh, fucking fantastic movie. So go ahead and uh, kick it off here. Okay, so they don't really... Um jump you into the story you're kind of just thrown in where the main character is at and good luck and uh you just have to figure it out as you go along which i really like how they did that because um then you don't get all the answers and um it's not like resident evil where they're like of the umbrella corporation let me explain to you where we're all at right now (laughs) um so basically it's a girl who's part of a group of children who are regularly strapped into chairs and then um, because they're locked into individual cells then they're strapped into chairs and taken into this classroom where they're taught by um, the actresses uh, Gemma Adderton. Um, She was in uh, that Stephen Hawking's movie. Um, (laughs) She played his wife in that movie. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't don't Um, know. Oh, and she's in Hansel, uh, Hansel and Gretel. Is she? <laughs> oh, yeah, she's she's Gretel. Oh, with shit. Jeremy Renner. Uh, oh, oh, the Witch Hunters one. Which, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Gretel and Hansel. I, I, I can't no. keep up with all these fucking Hansel and Gretels. So anyway, so um, and she starts teaching them, and you're not entirely sure. Like the there are a bunch of soldiers around, and uh, they're kind of like tense and nervous and pointing guns at these children, and you're like, um. All right then, that's not weird. Well, and, and the kid was so, you know, like, kind. She's so polite. She's like, like "Good hi, morning, Mr. this. Hi, Mister that." Like, yeah, she's hello. like, "Good morning, good evening, thank you." And you're like, "All right, so this is odd, but she's like, you can tell she's really smart and inquisitive." So basically, what you come to find out is, um, this is the zombie like apocalypse, and they're in an underground facility where uh, these children have are are second generation. Like, their moms were infected, and um, they became zombies, too, but they can interact like regular people um, unless they get really hungry. 
Um, Think of it essentially like what I told you last night when we were watching this. It's like the Hulk. You know, you get him mad, he turns into the Hulk. Kind of the same thing where they get hungry enough or they smell blood or, or something triggers it. Then they go into like into zombie mode. So that was a brilliant tactic and something I had fucking never seen before. That was yeah, fantastic. A very unique take. And I don't want to get into too much details. Um, Glenn Close is in this. Oh, my and, God. Uh, <laughs> You're like, is that fucking Glenn Close? Because she's got like really short, really hair, yeah. short. Fucking... And she's like a scientist in this. And um. How do you say it? Patty Considine. Um, he's one of the Andes in uh, Hot Fuzz. So that was really fun because I was like, is that the one of the Andes? And you're like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. About? These are all bizarre names. Oh Why yes. Um, so, yeah, it was a great cast. They did a really nice job. They, I really liked how they um, pulled the story along without like rushing it they didn't they kept it very small scope um which i really appreciated and like the way they shot it was really pretty it was a very short series of events and i really loved the main girl she did a really good job i think she got uh, nominated for a couple uh british awards for that Hmm. um and she was just you know very inquisitive and she's trying to prove that she is more than like the monster the military people seem to think she is and she's got the teacher who sees her more like a child and um she tries to prove like like she is helpful and can do things and it's it's really interesting to see her trying to understand the events and understand how important she is to finding a cure and i i really liked it, it no was, i it thought was it was very great smart and it was just really well done. It was definitely worth a watch. Yeah, and this one, uh, this one's actually streaming on Netflix, so you can watch that, uh, you know, in the U.S. But yeah, I give props to. Uh, I'm gonna see who directed this real quick because I gotta, I gotta give props to this man or woman. So director Colm McCarthy, he has not. Oh, he did some Black Mirror stuff. Okay, that makes sense. So it looks like he's done a lot of TV. There we go. Wow, now much, much louder over here. Here we go. Okay, so it looks like he's done a bunch of TV. He's done even some Doctor Who. He did some Black Mirror. So I'm pretty sure this was his only... Okay, he did another movie in 2010 called Outcast. So yeah, Homie has not done a lot of movies and doesn't have anything coming up in the near future. So, Which is a shame because I, I would really, really like to see more from this guy because aesthetically, if you didn't... if you know. If you had just shown this movie without showing me what the production company were in the beginning, I would have thought this was an A24 movie. It was just so beautiful. Very, like, nice kind of, I call it the floaty cam, which is like that very smooth floating shots and uh, phenomenal acting. And so, yeah, I I could have sworn this would have been an A24 movie, but it it is not. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I just love the whole dystopian future, how they're zombies and how they interact with people, how they're still people. It's just almost like I said, like the Hulk, where you get to a certain point and you go zombie mode. So you kind of really don't know when that's going to happen either. It could happen at any point. So that's kind of fucking scary. At least with the Hulk, you know, hey, I'm getting angry. Get the fuck away from me. I did really appreciate, though, that they had those little moments where they were like, um, where they would start to get hungry and the kids would kind of just start like sniffing and then their jaws would start tweaking around and they were like 
like they were getting ready to widen out their jaws to bite more and it was it was really cool how they were just like trying to fight it almost yeah like yeah. They, <laughs> they were just like twitching and their jaws and then they were clenching and they started like growling and you're like oh shit uh yeah that was fun and i remember them running across uh, london and stuff like that but I, like again i fucking i feel so bad because you know the, the point of this podcast is to review movies and i'm like drifting in and out of one um but I, so what what exactly happened? Why were they going? Because, you know, they're out in the public uh, in the public. Jesus. They're out, the out, out in the open. I just don't remember what the cause of them leaving uh, the facility because they're in like this the facility crazy was breached. OK, I, That's I mean, why. I figured it was something simple like that because, yeah, they're in this almost I'm pretty sure it's like an underground facility with yeah. huge, heavy doors and very dimly lit. You know, it looks look, it looks like a jail cell and they're doing experiments on these kids. These poor fucking kids. They didn't do shit. Never really felt, but never really feel bad for kids. Kids in movies usually, and um, this one, I'm like, yeah. Wait, wait a second. Which movie did we watch where a fucking kid got murked? Was that Fido? Oh, a couple did. Yeah, those little shits. <laughs> oh my did, god. They, uh, not like they didn't deserve it. Sorry to go back to that. I just remembered that because I remember these kids got fucking ganked, and I laughed so hard because. You just don't see children die in movies that often. I mean, you really don't. I mean, except for a quiet place. Whew, man, right off the bat, five seconds in, that kid, that kid gets yoinked. So I, I don't know why kid deaths make me laugh so much. Is that bad? Is that? <laughs> no, just, it's not bad. It's, it's just, just like so funny because like fuck you, you get what you deserve, you tiny little shit. <laughs> to be fair, they really did set you up to not like those kids. Like yeah, at one yeah. point, one of them points a gun at the kid, and the pair and like the. I think that's the most like serious moment of uh, gun interaction in the entire thing, where they're like, "Well, you don't point the gun at someone." He's like, and the kid's like, "It's not loaded." And then the um, guy takes the gun and fires it into the ground, like it is. And he's like, like oh, "It didn't feel, it didn't feel like it was loaded." He's like, "You should know how many bullets you have." Not, "Hey, don't point a gun that may or may not be loaded right? at another kid." Dude, fucking fuck. I think that was probably my favorite overall just cuz how I mean, I, obviously it wasn't the one I rated the highest, but overall just for the ones we watched, I think that was my favorite cuz it was just so it was so fucking funny. I don't <laughs> it was I, it, so funny. It didn't have a lot of like it had it, its own set of morals and ideals. It was all like compact in itself. It didn't yeah. feel like it was pulling from outside sources. It didn't make a lot of references to outside things. It just felt like there were. It was in its own bubble, which I think is why it worked really well because it didn't pull you out of its reality. Like you were just engrossed in the reality they had created. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It just that movie just worked. But getting sorry, getting back to uh, not that one. Oh my god, getting back to the girl with all the, the girl gifts. with all the gifts. Um, oh goodness, excuse me. Fucking, I need to stop drinking soda during the podcast. I'm all burpy. Ooh. I mean, ditto. Um, God damn. Yeah, uh, I would like to see that uh, girl and more. The what? And the who? Senia Nanua? <laughs> Nanua? Why does everyone have a hard last no, name? I, no, everyone has a, just a difficult name overall to pronounce. All of them are. Like, I want to pronounce your name right. Yeah, I don't know. But she was great. And I'm going to say this even though you don't want me to because I it just needs to be said. It's a weird thing to say. It's not a weird thing to say. It was this movie, her, this chick in the movie, it was driving me wild because she looks identical to a member of my family named Connor. He's a little, what is he, five? Five or six? He's, 
I don't know. Four? He's four? Four, five. This many? Whatever. He's Jane a, Nicole, if you're listening to the show, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't keep track of things. Uh, yeah, so she bears a striking resemblance to my, I'm a, it's, I guess, my nephew at this point. Uh, so it was, it was bugging, or whatever. It was bugging me out the entire movie. I was like, oh my God, that looks like Connor. Yeah, it's funny because I think it's because uh, she also had the short hair. Uh, it's the short hair, but yeah. if you like see her with longer hair, well, she Well, yeah, of course she like doesn't. Him. But with the short hair, it, it literally looks just like and him. And no so makeup, yeah. Kept bugging, bugging me out. Um, but yeah, there is one point in this movie that was crazy because they come across what is what, like the second stage of the... I wasn't revealing that. Well, I'm not going to say what... I'm just going to briefly mention it. I thought it was cool because I guess they came across what they interpreted as phase two of zombies or something like that and uh what they come across and what they see is pretty fucking awesome and then they eventually have to figure out how to defeat phase two or whatever the fuck you want to call it so let's just say shit heats up at the end that's all i'll say wow (laughs) um what no i appreciate though is that instead of just being a blood disease it's a fungus so that can be um transported through the blood and then in that respect they treated it like a fungus like um a plant so it, it had that kind of layer to it which was entirely unique to this film because i haven't seen oh, any yeah. that it wasn't just like oh because it's transferred through blood and saliva like pew, pew, which pew, i mean pew. it is yeah. but it's based out of a fungus yeah so that was a really cool um addition to the genre yeah very uh very like uh, seriously it's uh this one came out 2016 so it's obviously much newer and it this one Along with the next one that we'll talk about, which is, goodness gracious, which is funny because they both came out the same year. These both of these movies kind of like, br- like gave some breath to breathe, breathe in life, breathe in life to the zombie genre because I'm pretty sure for the most part I know I'm fucking fed up with zombies. They're all it, you know it's just I'm tired of them. It's something that I'm just not into anymore. Walking Dead killed it for me. It just I don't know. So I, f- I know I know a lot of people that I talk to about horror are the same way. You know, they're like what zombies are, whatever. But these two movies seriously are so unique, and so they definitely helped me get back into these types of movies because they just they're so unique. I mean, even Fido that was 14 years ago. Even that I, I'm surprised I hadn't seen that or he- or heard of it. But that's something that was I wish I would have seen closer to the time it came out because that probably would have given me hope for the zombie genre because that was entirely on, on its own so these two movies that well and the one we're going to talk about next uh yeah really really good and they went kind of on their own path they didn't really pull too much from formula obviously with any zombie movie yeah you're gonna base thing too. you're gonna have yeah you'll have some basis but you know like with the biting yeah with the biting and how it's transferred and all that stuff so uh, th- that's going to be the same but what they did with it was 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 amazing and uh, again glenn close um yikes i mean she looks oof I mean, sh- they're not supposed to look good. No, I know. It's just they funny. Look exhausted and tired. How old is she? She's got to be like 80 years old, man. She was born in 47. Sweet. Oh, my gosh. Her birthday's three days before mine. Tight. She's 83. She's 80. Fuck. See, I told you she's got to be like 80. Hey, yeah. She's not looking bad for being 83. No, though. I know. No, for 83. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, It's funny, though, because <laughs> I just remember. Oh, my God. It's fucking Cruella DeVille. What the fuck is she doing in this yes, movie? And I'm sure she's glad that's the first film you think of. Well, that was the first movie I saw her in. So. So. Yeah. Um, 
I really uh, just enjoyed this movie. How they have to transport the kids with the wheelchairs and how they still go to class and learn and stuff like that. I thought that was such a wild take on the zombie movie. So, is there anything else you would uh, care to add on this one? Did no. You, did you like this one? I mentioned no? that several times. Yeah, okay, though. cool. Yeah, I gave this one a 4.0 on Letterboxd because I thought it was fantastic. And it has an average of, I think, 3.3. Yeah, 3.3. So... Every single movie that we are talking about today is three or higher. So that should give you a pretty good, um, you know, idea of how awesome all these movies are. Because usually we'll have one in there that's under two or under three or whatever. So, uh, yes, Girl with All the Gifts from 2016. You can check that out on the Netflix. Let me see if there's any fun trivia. This is, uh, yeah, this is in London. That's right. Duh. Oh, this is apparently based on the book. I did not know there was a book. Look at that. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't tell you that. I read that yesterday. Come on, man. God. You're just holding shit out on me? It's a secret. It's a secret. Ah, uh, yeah. I hate when they have trivia that's like, for like a fucking paragraph or more. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to read that. Whatever. Fungal zombies. That's awesome, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, it's apparently it shares uh, similar plots and themes to the PS4 video game The Last of Us. I've heard amazing things about that, but I have not played it. Oh, yeah, and the name they called the zombies in this, Hungries. I like that. That's cool. That, that's, uh, that's I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like when they give them funny names or little witty little names for them, and they just don't call them zombies. There was another zombie movie where they called them, oh, shit, I'll have to remember it. They called them something funny. But, yeah, I like that, Hungries. That's a good way to uh, describe them because they're pretty much always hungry. So there you go. Uh, yeah, go check that out. Netflix, do it up in the U.S. And uh, I guess I will go on to the last one. Yeah. Trady Busan. What's up? What's up? 2016. So yeah, this one and Girl with All the Gifts came out the same year and kind of reinvented some zombie-ish. And uh, this is definitely my favorite and I see, I said Fido was my favorite, but like this, I gave this one the highest marks because of what they did with the story. Another very simple plot you have a father and a daughter, and the, another zombie movie where the dad's kind of shitty, just like in um, Fido. Well, he's not shitty because he doesn't care. It's because he's like trying to succeed and work so much that yeah. he's kind of put his daughter on the back burner, and she uh, kind of doesn't appreciate that and also notices like. He gets her a present, and she's like, yeah, you got me that uh, last last present giving day. Yeah, on Children's Day, because he gets her a Wii U. <laughs> he's like, what, you, you don't want a Wii? And the camera pans over to a one that's already out of the box and hooked up, and he's like, fuck, shit. Should probably pay more attention. So, yeah, he is kind of neglecting his daughter, too busy, focused on work. Um, him and his wife are, I think they're divorced, or they're, they're, yes. they are separate. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, she said mom left, so I don't know if they were actually divorced or... Yeah, that oh. she was living in Busan. Okay. So, yeah, you have them two, and they're, he's going to take her to her mom in Busan. And they get on the train, and chaos fucking ensues. Whole bunch of crazy shit. Now, I don't know... What actually, like, where it came from? Was it the deer in the beginning that started spreading? It's, it's kind of nodded that it's already started, but they, yeah. the nice thing they do is they don't really immediately address. Later on, they mention that it has something like um, the father talks to uh, another man, Mr. Kim, about where it came from, and um, he says it's this company they've been working with. Like That's right, yep. 
because they both deal with money and he's like is this our fault did we do this because they were like pushing people to buy stock in this company i believe and um so it's kind of nodded at but it's not explicitly said and i appreciate that because that almost never happens they, yeah. they like this is where it began like it didn't really they didn't really need to get into it too much didn't wake up in a hospital like half the zombie shit where somehow that one dude is still in the hospital uh, you know amidst the chaos like 28 days later walking down all that shit so didn't have anything anything formulaic besides the fact of i get bitten i turn into a zombie like that's that's pretty much the only thing that they pulled from and the speed on that is really hyped up yeah and it's weird because I noticed it on this watch because I think this is the second or third time that I've seen this. And I noticed in this on this rewatch that so this one chick got bit in the neck and almost immediately turned to a zombie as where someone else got bit, let's say, in the leg. And it took them a few seconds to a minute or so to actually turn. So I don't know if that was done on purpose or if it was just kind of different for everybody. But I don't know. I feel like they were kind of doing something like the closer you get bit to the heart or the head or something that maybe probably that probably a major artery. Yeah, maybe that, you know, spurs your zombie turning time or whatever. But yeah, there seriously, it's it's under a minute almost in every single case, which is terrifying cuz I like the the ones where you get bit, you kind of fall over and die and you sit there and then you kind of wake back up all uh, but no, these immediately like and they're not fucking slow brain zombies. They once they turn, it's fucking blood. Like I gotta they're, fucking. They're ravenous. Yeah, they're insane. And they're all tweaky. They're almost like the zombies from ah oh, fucking a, like World War Z, where they're super fast. Yeah. But they're also they're all really tweaky. They got a bunch of contortionists for this. They had to because zombies are like sprawling all they're over all the place. They're all disjointed, and it's really cool how they move because they don't do the whole like. <sighs> they're all Great. stiff-limbed. Like these are all disjointed and yeah, they're they're really like, creepy. Yeah, and <laughs> really horrifying. And I really like that because it it made them more unsettling because zombies are creepy in themselves, but they wanted to like add another layer to that and they're fast and they're just out to bite like they like a couple times people like stop them by putting things in their mouth cuz they're like just trying to bite at you. That's all they care about. And um they added some fun little quirks to how like the zombies come at you, which I thought was cool. A fucking example. Like how they can't see in the dark. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Let's kind of take this one, kind of go through the story. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to spoil it. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. I'm saying let's just kind of like go through this because this one is this just the best one that's been done in forever. So once they get on the train, because you see that whole scene in the beginning. It's like some dude driving to the plant that they're talking about, like the, the conversation was about. And he hits a deer and the deer gets up and the deer's all fucking zombified so i guess that's what started it don't know how that animal oh he's driving out of the plant yeah oh i thought he was driving in i'm sorry no he was driving out so yeah you see that and then that's when the scene kicks in with the family and you know you see that you, you have their whole initial uh story set up then once they get on the train it pretty much it literally just goes downhill from there because once they get on the train the little girl is looking out the window and her father's asleep because dad of the year and um <laughs> She sees someone get tackled, and, you know, she's kind of like, what the fuck? So then she gets up, and then there's that lady in the bathroom. And then, um, I don't remember, oh, yeah, that one fucking chick gets on the train at the beginning who's all bleeding, and you're like, well, that's going to fucking cause the whole thing. And, of course, it does. But you thought it was going to be that really weird guy in the bathroom who was saying, everyone's dead. 
Nah, he was just... He was just crazy. He was just having some struggles. He's seen some He's seen some shit and some stuff. So yeah, that the chick who gets on the train at the last seconds bleeding, she starts spreading the virus around. And it's, you know, it is the daughter and her dad, they're together and then they meet that really adorable couple, the uh, the pregnant wife and her husband. They're hilarious. So um, they kind of form a little and like, you know, what? No, nothing. Um, they, I mean, she bonds with them a little bit. Well, yeah. So you have this little group of people all trying to survive. And then you have the world's douchiest McDoucherton. Fucking riding in first class, trying to like call the shots and being a total dick. Trying he, to, he does. Yeah, and he's not even uh, uh, like anybody. A, no. He's no one. He's just a passenger who's so fucking entitled that he, what he needs is you know that's the only thing that matters. And he doesn't give a shit about anybody else. And for he some kills reason, a couple people. Yeah, he literally. Well, he like, pushes them into like paths of zombies. Yeah, he, he really? sacrifices literally anybody, and. He's not even in charge on the damn thing, and no, like he's, he's telling the people member. that work on the goddamn train what to do. He's like ripping, ripping their um, walkie-talkies out of their hand and talking to the conductor. Like, what you sit down, dude? Fucking get out of here! So he's in this, and he's just the fucking worst. And then you have uh, homie from Parasite. Now, <laughs> butcher your name. I'm sorry. Where are you? Is it this guy? Wu Sik Choi. Yeah. Yeah. So he's one of the main uh, actors in Parasite and Okja, which both great movies. Uh, and he was fantastic in this. He's part of a baseball team that's on, uh, you know, it's in one car. And good news for them is they have weapons, at least. You know, I like that was a nice way to explain how they had some baseball bats. Yeah, they had baseball bats that they're beating the shit out of zombies with. So that was good. And there is also a kind of sad moment where he has to... You know, they come to the train train car with all his like his friends in there. And they're all zombies, and he's freaking out because I don't, you know, I, you don't want to hit you. You're my friend, but also he's also like a teenager. So yeah, exactly. So he that that's a struggle that they have to go through, and a really interesting way they did how the zombies react to stuff. Now it's kind of unclear, I think, but primarily it's from sound. And when it's daylight outside, obviously sight. But the second that they, like the, when they were in the train and they went into the tunnel and it got dark, they the zombies uh, like couldn't see or something. Yeah, it's like they were just kind of waiting around for some sort of signal for like sound or something. Yeah, so I guess being in darkness kind of uh, de- like, what is it? De- Deactivates. De- deactivates them or something. I don't know. Because even when they're in the dark, the guy, you know, does some, like some golf balls fall, or some baseballs fall out of someone's bag and they're attracted to that sound. So they're still attracted to sound, but they just can't see as well. So I thought that was brilliant because they have to fucking figure out how to get around these guys to rescue people in another car. And you're like, how are they going to do that? And like, wait till we get out of the tunnel. And then they realize, oh shit, no, we need to do it while we're in the tunnel and distract them and then keep going on our way. So that was a really interesting way to show kind of a weakness of a zombie. Yeah. I, you'd never seen it before. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool idea. And at, at one point, they're actually climbing in the uh, the luggage, um, yeah. overhead luggage area to get past them because they're in the dark. And that was how they were going to skirt by them without them seeing them because they want to get to the uh, car where it's like they, they even like when they first realized, oh, they're... They started reacting once they saw us, like the uh, the pregnant woman, like wet some newspaper and sticks it to the door. And then they stop making noise and banging on the doors because they don't see them anymore. So they're, it's like they're not there. Yeah. And it's weird because most zombies, even though they can't see you, they'll still go after like, you know, walking dead when they're just all at the fence and they're just like trying to get in. 
So this you can kind of, you know, say, fuck you. You can't see me. Ha ha ha. Which is another brilliant fucking plot point that they just kept having to put stuff up on the windows and the zombies would kind of just fuck off. Yeah. And if so if you're not in their line of sight, you can pretty much get around them. So there's a lot of really interesting ways to show how to defeat the zombies. And even at one point when they're going through the train cars, that big dude that they start putting tape on his arms just starts bashing in zombies. That was still, You don't fucking see that in zombie movies. You know, you have a gun or a knife or something, but this guy is just straight up beating these fucking zombies and throwing them into the glass and shit. Yeah, and he's so, going to be in an upcoming Marvel movie, which is pretty sweet. Well, wasn't he the guy? Wasn't he? I thought no, he it's was. not. You keep uh, doing this every time, and it's I'm not sorry. Him. I, I know they look similar, was, but oh, there's yeah. not, no. Well, it's, you know, it's a big, burly uh, Korean guy. You know, he's just like, he's got that look, man. You know, he's a fucking badass. He just, he looks just like him. I know. He, well, actually, if you look at pictures of them. Oh, he's going to be in Eternals. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be with uh, Selma Hayek and uh, Angelina Jolie. So. Okay, yeah, see, seeing him right here, he doesn't he doesn't look like him now. But for some reason in the movie, he just, kinda, he looked like, um, I'm sorry, I don't know. His, it's the monk from uh, um, Doctor Strange. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, another guy b- born in March. Yeah, so he's going to be, um, his name is Dong Siok Ma. He's going to be in The Eternals, which is an upcoming movie? It's a Marvel movie, yes. Movie, yeah. February 12, 2021. We got, like, the cast is pretty big on that one, apparently. Um, Kumail Nanjani, he's first build. Holy shit. Yeah, if you look through the photos, you can actually see who's going to be oh in there. God. Oh, hey, that one kid from Killing of a Sacred Deer is going to be in there. Oh, he is, his face upsets me. Yeah, well, this will also feature the first oh, um, completely um, That's my boo. deaf Marvel character. Who? Uh, Lauren Ridloff. Oh, deaf. cool. Yeah. Hey, represent, yo. Represent. Yeah, so that's my bad. I, I could have sworn that was the same. I, I, By the way, I, that I guy's get... name is Benedict Wong. and um, He's not Korean? No. Oh, shit. That's my, that's my bad. That's my bad. No, uh, he's British. He's British? Yes. That's my... Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. There you I am go. sorry. That's my hey, bad. Apologize when you make the mistake. That's my bad. I'm sorry, man. You know, you, fucking... Hey, this came out in 2016 as well. Check that shit out. See? Can't be in two places at once. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. See, but he, like, in the movie, though. It's the, it's, it's because he's got a round face. It's a round face. Saying, and he, and but, yeah, he's a big guy. But they do look different. Is he going to be in a multiverse? He's got to be in multiverse. Okay, good. Good, good, good. He's, he's, I love his. And he's also in What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah, we got to watch series. that TV series. We should watch the TV series and do an episode on that because I think it's only like 12 episodes. We did that with Stranger Things. We did two seasons in an episode, and that was rough, so let's never do that again. So let's do it for what well, we for one up For one season, yeah. We should do that with AHS, too. That'd be fun. Ooh, that'd be really fun. Oh, boy, that would oh be a lot boy. to unpack. I know, that's a lot to unpack. You're right. Um, so, yeah, Train to Busan, fucking fantastic what they did with everything in this movie, acting, uh, except for that one lady who was very, very upset when she was on the phone. Oh, the um, the guy from Parasite, his love interest or whatever. Yeah, well, just, she was upset. She's just like fucking hysterical. Like, I get it. And by the shit way, is that real, is but literally, that's the, the the level of hysterics. That's that's a Korean thing. Well, she, yeah, because you live there, so you know everything, right? No, uh, it's just the more Korean movies you make me watch, the more I'm like, oh, so that's like, that's like a thing. It's like a thing that happens, yeah. Because when you're when you're there seeing it in person, you're like, 
that person is doing things differently than I'm used to seeing. And then they do it in a movie. You're like, oh, okay. So that's just like a, Got like it. a cultural Shh. thing I didn't realize was a cultural thing. Yeah. Cool. Cool type. Yeah. Um, very, very kind of bleak ending on this one. Kind of sad. And they totally make it extra dramatic, which I like. There's just like this crazy sad music playing and the dad is, you know, in hysterics. But um, you know what's funny, though? What? Um, let me think. That's three out of four of these had this um, father or father figure, if you think about the one movie, yeah. um, making good on that role. Yeah. Like being better than they were before, like stepping up. And that I like that. Well, I mean, shit, shit got real. So if you don't step up then, I mean, when is it ever going to happen? Yeah, well, we saw this, and what was the other um, zombie movie we saw, that Korean one that, um, oh, and they all got put in quarantine, and it was ridiculous. Uh, what? You don't remember the zombie movie we the watched? Host? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, right, right, can't remember the name, right? Maybe. Give me two seconds. Um, <laughs> one, two. That's a bad idea. Well, it's already happening. Uh, so, yeah, the... Uh, We've seen two zombie movies out of Korea where... Um, oh, was it the flu? That's it. I was going to go a really long way by searching the guy from the Korean drama I know him from. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was already, like, on route, man. Uh, but that was two where they um, had these guys actually step up into a stronger fatherly role. I mean, like, the one guy wasn't a dad, but, you know, like... <laughs> You know what? It's not just the women that got to take care of the kids. You're the parent, too. Or in that case, you're the guy who is now her dad because you took care of her for half an hour yesterday. So you're her father figure. Enjoy. Also, another one where the survivors are not the ones you think would be surviving. Weird way to say that. But yeah, I like when they uh, just like dead snow have a uh, level of surprise to who's going to make it through the film. Not with Dead Snow, though, because that was just confusing because nobody had enough character development for you to know what was going on. I'm just saying, I didn't expect those two to survive. 100% didn't expect the people who survived. Get in your bed. God. She's very attention-y. She might need to go out or something. She probably does. Um, Now, now, real quick, um, fucking, if you didn't know this, the guy who directed this... Also directing a spiritual sequel. It takes place in the same universe, essentially, and I I believe it's supposed to be a different angle, or it's supposed to be. Um, let me. You know what? Let me just see if there's a synopsis. It's called Peninsula, and okay, it just it just says sequel to the. So I guess it is okay. It's a it's a sequel. All right. I thought it was just kind of based in the same world, but um. Oh, a train to train to Busan presents Peninsula. Oh, four years later. There we go. Nailed it. Okay, we'll close it out because I'm going to the actors in it because I think I know that guy from another Korean drama. Dong Wan Gang. Yeah, click him. Got it. That dude. Looks like he's in some K-dramas. Scroll down. Oh, my God. Oh, he was in The Priest. Oh, shit. He was Deacon Choi from Priest. Me and fucking Corey talked about that one. Oh, hell yeah. That's where I know him from because I was like, you look sort of familiar, dude. Fucking priest. Oh, my God. Frightmare certified slap. No, that's not the guy. Oh. 
Well, anyways, so this is a sequel that has happened and taking place four years. Oh, my God. What? Try the next one. Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not having IMDb up with you anymore. Ever. No. Yeah, no, so let what? me say what I'm trying to say. Anyways, four years later, same universe. So this should be pretty interesting because uh, the trailer that I saw and posted on Facebook a while ago looked fucking bonkers. And I'm very excited. It's supposed to come out this year, but I will. I would not hold your breath um, because, as we know, you know, nothing's been been coming out so good good times good gotta love it um let's see if there's any trivia that's not a thousand years long trivia 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 where's the trivia there's no trivia oh that's because i'm on peninsula there Ah. there wouldn't be any trivia on that you're right fucking no wonder um god damn it there we go trivia Oh, yeah, this is the sixth highest grossing domestic film of all time in South Korea, and uh, that does not surprise me because it uh, is fantastic. Also, the word zombie is never mentioned once in this film. I like that the guy who did, um, Edgar Wright, who did Shaun of the Dead, uh, said this was the best zombie movie I've ever seen forever. I mean, not... Techno, not not entirely wrong. I gave it a four and a half because I thought it was I thought it was fucking brilliant with what they did with it. So I, I gave it four and a half. It was fast paced. They didn't feel the need to go overboard with details. Um, it was it was really strong from start to finish. I like when the mo- like they have the movies that just keep go go go. Like it really works sometimes. Yeah, because about twenty minutes in or so is when shit starts hitting the fan. And it really doesn't slow down. Of course, there's a couple slower parts when they're trying to rescue people and stuff like that. But yeah, for the most part, from beginning to end, it's pretty quick, and it's almost two hours. As literally almost every Korean horror movie is is about two hours or more, which is crazy because they always keep my interest the entire movie. I, like so many movies I've watched over the past year. Like I, I just really like it. Yeah, and this is this is one of them where it's just it just fucking works. Um, apparently, this grossed ninety three point one million dollars worldwide. You know what the budget was? Uh, let's find out. Let's toodle on back to this page. Toodly doodly doo. Um, damn. Oh, that's Korean monies. Uh, ten b- billion. What is KR? Do it. You did this last time. Do it again. It's ten million. What? That's not. That is not million. That is billion. No, I'm saying in U.S. Is it? Give or take, because uh, like a thousand won is a dollar. Uh, oh yeah, because it's, it's cor- real simple math. I mean, like, it's a give or take a few cents, but like, sim- if you just kind of round. It's, wow, it's ten million! That. Damn. I mean, it's probably for all those damn CGI effects they used. That yeah, was sick. Yeah, there's some really odd parts where the zombies will pile up and <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it, like ramp up on each other and. Hey, but that scene odd. where they were all being dragged by the train and they that were just piling on each other looks cool as hell. Like yeah. They did some sick things with the, that budget. So Yeah, for $10 million, And, you know, they almost grossed 100 So they pretty much made 10 times what they put in, which is pretty fucking unreal. $93 million for a, a zombie movie. I mean, shit. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really recommend. And now, I did not like one part of the movie. I won't say what part it was. But there's a part where the little girl starts to sing very loudly. And you're just like, bro. What have we learned from this two past two hours? Zombies are attracted to noise. Why the fuck are you belting out a song in the in like the goddamn tunnels where it's gonna echo out like a motherfucker? So some of the choices in this 
hated some of the choices, like keeping that one guy alive, the douche, for so long. Fucking, they had to. I know, but god damn it. That's why, that's why I just like, God, you know, they had to have it, but like, fucking, I hate that fucking point. God, it made me so mad. Like, sit down, sit in your fucking well, seat. Well, good, because that was the point. It was supposed to make you mad. I know. They did their job. Yeah, they um, did. Yeah, so this is another fantastic movie. This one was on, I believe, Amazon. Amazon in the U.S. So, yeah, go check that out if you have not. Um, we didn't even give, give much away. You know, like, there's a lot of twists and turns and a lot of craziness that happens in this movie. Especially since they, you know, decided to incorporate a pregnant lady, which has got to be just horrifying. Yeah, to, only to a little go bit. with, the, you know, to go through that. There's at one point in the movie, and I looked at you and I said, "Oh God, is she about to have this?" Honestly, I wish she pushed out a kid in this movie. That would have probably made me give this a five, just to be like, "Oh my God, we have to fucking deliver a child." I'm not a doctor, and there's zombies. God help us all. Yeah. See, first off, she's not <laughs> pregnant enough for that. No, I know. I'm just, uh, uh, second, just um, it would have screeched the movie to a halt for a whole other. That would have been so tense. I would have sat there just like fucking. Oh my god, help me! Yeah. Well, her, no, not me. Help that baby. Yeah, and she straight up ain't running anywhere after that. So. That's true. She's she's out for the count. Yeah. So that would have screeched that movie to a halt. Well, you know what? Don't come at me with your logic. My bad. Yeah, God, you always do that. And uh, one last thing I'll say on the zombies is that they look crazy in this movie because they get all veiny, veiny, and their eyes kind of, uh, you know, that milky eye. Yeah, they get like white eyes, whatever you want to call it, spooky eyes, milky eyes. It's called milky. Milky. Uh, yeah, and I really just like how crazy they are, and very tweaky, and very upsetting, and really just haunting my nightmares. Also, zombies that run, I'm out. Not even gonna try and get away. I, seriously, if if we get zombies and they're fucking World War Z trained to Busan running at the speed of light zombies, fuck that shit, dude. I'm out. I'm that's done. fair. Yeah, that, that's fair. I'm out. So, yep. And again, this one was about two hours. So this one is obviously a bit longer than the ones we've talked about, but well worth the watch if you have not seen it. The child actor, whatever her face is. Is that is that her? Oh, yeah, right there. Sue Ann. Her name is, oh, her name is Sue Ann in real life. Yeah, she was fantastic. Suan. Suan. Sorry, I'm not good at pronunciation sometimes. Learn or, it. Or speaking. You know, whatever. So excited. Yeah, go check this shit out. It's so good. It'll if you if you're tired of zombie movies and you're like, oh fucking, I don't, don't want to do it anymore. Do something different. This will give you hope that <laughs> zombie movies can once be good again. So yeah. Um, booyah! Four movies done. Roll the trivia. I'm going first because I beat you last time in, in the trivia, not in real life. But like, not, not, okay. All right, go ahead. I'm, I'm done talking. Where the fuck is the fucking marker? Up your butt. Oh, it probably is. Oh, no, it's in my pocket. There it is. <laughs> oh, red. Okay. Um, where, what word does protagonist Michelle find scratched into it a second hatch when... Repairing a ventilator in 10 Cloverfield Lane. What is she? What? What, what, is what she word does f- she oh, find scratched into? What word? What? A hatch. Just like what word does she find scratched? Help. That's right. Are you serious? Bam! Already off to a I mean, a that's fucking... not a hard word to guess. Well, you know what? You could just be happy for me and then we can move on instead of being a jerky jerk face. Okay. My turn. Uh, okay, I have to friggin' it's red, you know. red, red. It's orange. Mine's mm-hmm. orange, orange, mm-hmm. orange, mm-hmm. orange, mm-hmm. orange, mm-hmm. orange, orange, orange. Boots and cats and boots, boots and cats. 
All righty then. What is the name of the fast food restaurant Sarah works at in Starry Eyes? That's an odd fucking name. I have no idea because I don't even know what that is. It's a great movie. You've never seen it? Yes, I have. Who's in it? It's a B movie with no fucking substantial people in it. What's it about? Oh, my God. Seriously? No, I have no idea what it is. Jesus Christ, you're such an ass. Hot tatas. Tatas. Hot tatas. Wow. Oh, you know what? I think I'm confusing this with the last shift. Okay, so next question. Roll the dice. Which doesn't make sense. Roll the dice. It's a die, but yeah, I'll roll the die. Roll it at your head. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense, Blue, you psycho lady. Oh, no, that one's been taken. You could give me an easy one, you know, like a super simple one. That would be easy. What is the name of the goddess that saves Helen during the climactic sequence of The Mummy, 1932? Mm, it's not Kalema. Not no, it's not Emotep because that's what his fucking face is. And also, this is from Emotep. 1932. Emotep. What's and the name? Yeah. Of the, of the goddess? Yep. Helen Hunt. <laughs> ISIS. ISIS. Oh God! Like the like the the terrorist group. Oh my God! Is that where it's, they got their name from? No. You don't know that. Anyway, on to a next question. Oh shit! That was a really big mark I did on that. Did you roll? Yeah, it's blue. Did you, but I, I rolled a blue. Oh, that's what? It's taken. And it was a cabin in the woods scene or scene movie uh, question. Anyway. Anyway. Um, let's go with something I know you haven't seen. In Fright Night, 1985. Oh, fuck. Nope, never mind. Nope, you already started. Keep going. God damn it. In Fright Night, what kind of supernatural creature is Jerry Dandridge? Vampire. God damn it. What? I just saw the beginning and I was like, you haven't even seen that movie, so you're not going to know shit, but it's one of the goddamn simplest questions in the face of the fucking earth, because even... I haven't seen it, and I know it's well, zombies. Or it's, it's, wow, <laughs> it's apparently you don't know. It's vampires, goddammit. Roll. I'm fucking rolling. Purple, like your face. Is it purple or it's red? Fuck, oh, my God. It's purple. No, it's red. God, see, the burgundy, it's like burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Go. I mean, you should be happy. What is the phrase Wendy finds repeatedly typed on the entire manuscript of her husband, Jack, in The Shining? Hmm. Let me think. You get one word wrong. I'm not giving this to you. <laughs> All work and no play makes shit Jack a dull boy. Um, I'm going to pretend you didn't say shit. And, uh, <laughs> you got that one. Sorry. Um, what is... You need to answer in the form of a question. Both work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Um, beep, 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 boop, boop. There we go. Yeah, I really like that someone took the time. I mean, I don't know if they actually did it in the Halloween Horror Nights house, but they had all the stuff all over the wall that said that phrase. So I don't know if someone actually typed it out or if they just printed or whatever, but I, I thought that was... <laughs> don't make that fucking face. Stop that face. Oh my God! It's the worst. Stop that! You're Read freak- the question. You're freaking me out. Okay, it's purple. Uh, what was the country of origin for the film Nosferatu, 1922? Germany. Fuck you. Ba-doom. Whatever. It's two to two. Two to two. Two to two to two to two. 
All right, that's clearly yellow, so we can all agree on that. That, that one's been taken. God fucking damn it. Son of bitch. Uh, ooh! I don't know if that's hmm. good or bad. Uh, okay. I don't know. This is the only one that I don't think you'd know off the top of your Well, perfect. Head. I can't wait. Uh... In Amityville Horror, 1979, uh, which character becomes obsessed with cutting firewood? Well, it's the dad. Whose name is oh first God. and last? Ryan Reynolds. George Lutz. <laughs> Fuck. No, I, I, I was never going to guess that. I've seen, I don't think I've seen the OG. Neither have I. I, I know I've seen the one with Reynolds and everyone's Several like, oh, times. fucking terrible movie. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like it's terrible until he takes his like shirt off and you're like, hey, what's up, Ryan Reynolds? How's it going? How you been? What you up to? Even guys think that, too. I mean, I, I do. So. No, yeah. Um, Giant crush. No. Uh, Giant crush on him. I changed Will's background on his phone um, to the picture of him from that. Where he's just like shirtless and all wet as a joke. And uh, his whore ex-wife got super jealous that I did that. And I was like, I'm sorry. Are you concerned that Ryan Reynolds is going to show up here any minute now? Because what? <laughs> also, uh, if you think you can compete with Ryan Reynolds, you're, you're sorely mistaken. I'm at the point in my life where I know I'm not gay, but I can appreciate one another. You know, like another like Ryan Reynolds, dude. I mean, shit. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. the thing. Like him, Wentworth Miller. At that um, point, it's just. You have eyes, and yeah. you can like damn. I respect an aesthetically damn pleasing boy. person. Yep. Doesn't mean I want to have sex with them. I, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Your Whatever. masculinity is safe. Yeah. Okay, I rolled. Go. I'm good. I don't care. You? Oh, it's oh. What, what, no. I rolled no. orange. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, this is bullshit. Go. This is. Bullshit. You might not get it though, actually. I have to pee, so you better. What go is the I'm name leaving. of the vengeful entity that emerged from a well in the ring? With it the Japanese version or the American? No, that's the same. Juwan? No! <laughs> Samara? No, too late. You already said Juwan. Yeah, Samara is the ring. Yeah, I said American. Or Japanese. And I said it's the same name. That's what I said. I said it is the same name. Except that it's not. Except some, it is, uh, yeah. I call foul. Oh, it's Sadako and the, uh, yeah. yeah. Dick. You wouldn't so have if, got that. If you had said American, I would have said Samara. I said 2002. I want to re-question said, because uh, you bullshitted me. I said 2000. You bullshitted I wanna, me. I, I asked. I want to play back the tape. I God damn it. asked bullshit. Give me another question. Fuck, it is not the same. I got so excited. No, it's still orange. Fine. You son of a then bitch. Then ask. Uh, orange is taken. A lot of this is going to be us yelling about this question. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, for the loud outburst. I feel cheated by a cheater. <laughs> I've, I'm, I had a brief momentary lapse of memory, okay? I thought Samara was the same. It's Samara in the fucking English or English, the American, whatever, USA and it's Sadako and... Which is why I asked. I'm sorry. You said Juwan. That's not even the name of it. It's Kayako. Yes, except if you had said American, I would have said Samara. Except for the fact that Juwan is the grudge. Yes, and once again, the ring I couldn't remember the Japanese one. Had you said American, would have said Samara. 
which is why I asked you the to specify. The Japanese one is Ringu. Not, I'm gonna not throw ju- this microphone. Just in- read the question That's before a I hun- leave. Dude, that is a hundred. I will leave. That is a hundred dollar microphone. Five seconds. What is the name of the comic relief uh, character that is the housekeeper of Doctor Frankenstein in The Bride of Frankenstein? Opie. <laughs> Opie. Fucking! I wish. No, it's called Minnie. So close, though. All right. That's my bad, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, you gypped me I'm out of a question. S- I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for saying gypped. I'm sorry. It's my bad. Okay. Cheated you out of a question. There you go. That's, that's fucking my That's bad. much better. I was I like, it's Samara in both of shut them. Shut up. I'm not asking you a question. I talk about Sadako versus In Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, 1986. Shit. Where did Henry and Otis meet? Multiple choice? No. The bar. Prison. Fucking shit. God damn it. Maybe it was over some toilet wine. Maybe. Yellow. Mellow. Yellow. 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 Read it. What is the first accused of the murders in Alice Sweet Alice? Alice, Father Tom, Mr. Alfonso, or Mrs. Tredoni? Mr. Alfonso. Fucking it's Alice. Get your head out of your ass. Oh, boo. His. It just seemed too obvious. Let me say the name three times in a row and then also put that as a multiple choice question. Is it Alice? Edna. That one's taken. Edna. Well, this is going to be bullshit because I'm not going to win now. That's not necessarily true. We're two for two. Two Um, for two. From what Southeast Asian country is the eye donor for protagonist Mun in The Eye 2002? Thailand. Damn it. That was seriously, if it wasn't Singapore, I was going to say Thailand. Fuck. Those were literally two bouncing around in my head. Son of a bitch. Hey, that is honestly a fucking underrated movie. I like that movie, even though it's pretty corny. Probably, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Oh, that one's taken. Oh, no. The Devil's Backbone, 2001. What type of undischarged weapon rests nose down in the courtyard of the orphanage? Shit. Shotgun? An undischarged bomb. Oh, how the hell would I know that? <laughs> All right, come on. For the win. FTW. Be nice if one of us would. Was that purple or red? That's red. It's burgundy. Well, that one's been taken. Fucking shit ass. Fuck. So if you don't shut your silly puppy mouth. Oh, what was the name of the novella that Hellraiser 1987 was based on? Uh, what is shitty movie? Close. Damn it. The Hellbound Heart. Yep, sorry to anyone I just offended. Uh, Hell- that movie sucks ass. Hellraiser was an Fight ass me. movie. I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm not even sorry. Everyone fucking hyped that movie up. They're like, oh, it's so good. And I watched it, and it was just like, wow. Terrible movie. Watched it once, hated it. Watched it a second time for you. Hated it. Second time for me? Yeah, you you hadn't seen it. I'd seen it once by myself, and you I didn't told watch you it with much. me. I watched it, and you came you came home right as it was finishing, and I told you all the shitty Still things. Still sucked. Still, still terrible. Yeah. Okay, I got green. All right. In deep red, protagonist Marcus Daly is a pianist specializing in what musical genre? Classical. No, I was going to say classical too. Jazz. Yes. Yaz. All right, come on. Let's wrap this shit up, dude. Someone's got to win here. Oh, is Zul joining us on air? Zul's going to play for me. Okay. Well, it's red, burgundy. Or actually, is that purple? 
No, that's still red. I can't. Okay, so, which question? What? 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 Qu- oh, okay. Woof, 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 well, woof, woof, woof. What is the name of the house, mother? Maybe you want to you want to cover up the back so I can't see the uh the, the you know. Can you read that far? I mean, I can. What is the name of the house mother murdered as a result of a prank gone wrong and the house on Sorority Row, 1983? What is the name of her? Yes, the name Karen. Jesus. Oh, oh my God. We're going <laughs> to be I'm done. Dead. We're going to be done uh, in a second. Mrs. Slater. Mrs. Slater. <laughs> okay. Uh, Which one was that? Which one was that? Oh, uh, right there. Sorority Row. I don't think I've seen that one. that one. 1983. So that's, that's not my fault. Orange, you glad I didn't say. Ah, oh, here we go. Which of these actors was not in Carrie? John Travolta, Sissy Spacek, Amy Irving, or Julianne Moore? Julianne Moore. No, no. Yes, Julianne Moore. Because she was in the remake. Final answer? Yeah. Yeah. Yay, I win. I saw. I win. I saw, you lose. I saw I William win. Shakespeare You're in there. a loser. Wow, it's one to one, you son of a bitch. Okay, I have to go by. No, don't leave. Are you, okay, fine. I guess she's leaving. She can't fucking stay till the end. Are you done? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say some more things. Just get out of here. That fine. That seems like a lot. Go get out of here. We're leaving. Goodbye. Well, I'm not leaving. Zool's leaving. You're leaving. I'm eating dinner without you. Bull ass. Bull ass. Fucking queue up Crimson Peak, dude. Bye. Okay, now I'm alone. This is sad. I don't like doing this at all by myself. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed that zombie episode. I really enjoyed all of the movies we watched today. A little bit different, kind of uh, breaking the mold from what is a traditional brain-dead zombie movie. So, um, again, follow us on all the social media platforms. Facebook, Frightmares Podcast. Excuse me. Uh, Instagram, we are also Frightmares Podcast. Uh, Twitter, I don't, I just don't fucking use Twitter. Everyone says I need to get on Twitter and I just haven't because I I just, I don't, I don't get it. I always forget to post to it too, but we are Frightmares Pod on Twitter and we're also on this Slasher app, which is fucking awesome. And, uh, I believe we're, yeah, Frightmares Podcast on that. Also, if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, just search for Austin Proctor. I think that should pull it up. I don't know, maybe Dr. Proctor, Frightmares Podcast, one of those things. You'll see our skull logo, and uh, you'll you'll know exactly what's going on. So uh, we will be back next week, cranking out the episodes, back on track, um, setting up uh, the schedule right now. We actually have some pretty cool people coming on later in uh, later this year and it's going to be a lot of fucking fun so until next week guys stay tuned and stay spooky